I'm Effie Parks. Welcome to Once Upon a Jane, the podcast. This is a place I created for us to connect and share the stories of our not-so-typical lives. Raising kids who are born with rare genetic syndromes and other types of disabilities can feel pretty isolating. What I know for sure is that when we can hear the triumphs and challenges from others who get it, we can find a lot more laughter, a lot more hope, and feel a lot less alone. I believe there are some magical healing powers that can happen for all of us through sharing our stories, and I'll take all the help I can get. Once Upon a Gene is proud to be part of Bloodstream Media. Living in a family affected by rare and chronic illness can be isolating, and sometimes the best medicine is connecting to the voices of people who share your experience. This is why Bloodstream Media produces podcasts, blogs, and other forms of content for patients, families, and clinicians impacted by rare and chronic diseases. Visit bloodstreammedia.com to learn more. Hello, friends. I'm Effie Parks. Once a month, I release this extra special episode in a series I call A Rare Collection. It features a few people from the rare disease community, each telling a true story with the same theme. I'm super excited to present the ninth episode in this storytelling series. I've always been moved by storytelling, and I believe there is so much power in them for both the listener and the storyteller. I'm the luckiest podcaster ever, and that this is what I get to do for fun, passion, and purpose. Today's extra special. There's four moms on here, all in my CTNNB1 community. The theme for today is This Is Us. The storytellers have the utmost freedom to be creative and to take the theme wherever their heart desires. Here is a story from Heather Osborne, Mama to Kate. I actually got to meet them in person as they live in a city near me. It feels good to know they're here, even though we don't get to see each other as much as we would like. This story is technically from the Because of You theme that was on episode 100, but somehow I dropped the ball and it didn't make it on that one. I think it fits just right here in This Is Us. Thanks for your patience and understanding from one rare mama to another. Kate, because of you, our world has been rocked. You came into this world running late, but have been a gale force wind ever since. You are a mystery to solve at every step and stage. Your method of living is to take as much in at once as you possibly can, whether it be food, noise, movement, smells, or any combination that ignites your senses. Because of you, we have learned to live in the in-between, the uncertainty, and the land of questions. We lived for nine years before we had a real diagnosis. During that time, we didn't know if we were providing the right kind of support, therapy, seeing the right kind of doctors. Once we got that diagnosis, we were so thankful for the answers it provided but mostly for the community of other families that has helped us understand you better. Because of you, we continue to live in uncertainty. Why are you making that noise? What do you need? What does your future hold? How much therapy is the right amount? Are we doing enough to help you reach your potential? Because of you, we celebrate the small things. What was a milestone in your big brother is multiple milestones for you. It takes you years to master new skills, but we celebrate every step of that journey. You work so hard, yet you are so happy. Even when you are frustrated, you keep trying. 
Because of you, your brother is an amazing teenager, full of compassion and a desire to help others. When Sam was just six, he said, Kids with special needs are interesting to me. They make me feel joyful when I see them. That fact continues to be true. Sam loves to volunteer as a buddy to kids with disabilities, and he is your gentle and loyal protector. Because of you, our faith has grown leaps and bounds. We have learned to trust God more deeply and to let others help us. We understand more than ever how much control we really don't have in this life and how much we need to lean on God who does. We learn that we can't fix things for you, but we don't need to. We learn that we all have our own types of disability, weaknesses, shortcomings, but they make us who we are. Because of you, I have learned to let go of my lifelong pursuit of perfection and the need to achieve. I'm a better mother because I have let go of my unrealistic expectations of myself and of you. I have learned to be kinder to myself. You have taught me that my world is a lot smaller than I ever imagined it would be, yet that's okay. You've taught me to define success differently. Because of you, we are daily reminded of the bigger, more deeper meaning in life. We are more grateful, more patient, more loving, and more accepting of others. We understand that a person's worth doesn't come from what they can accomplish, but from the fact they're a human created in God's image. You are wonderfully made. Because of you, we've been introduced to a whole different community, one that used to terrify me before because I didn't know how to interact with them. We have grown so much and love to be with people with disabilities and their families. We now know how to interact with them because we are them. These families have enriched our lives, supported us, and shown us how to move forward, to advocate, to choose joy, to love others, even when you don't have much to give. Because of you, we have been introduced to yet another community, those who choose to work with families like ours. I can't even imagine not knowing all the teachers, aides, therapists, staff, doctors, friends, and volunteers that your unique path has led us to. They have served us so well and taught us so much. They adore you and we count them as dear friends. Because of you, I wear noise-canceling headphones. I crave quiet and stillness. My anxiety is an ever-constant shadow. But because of you, I see more of the little things in life. You have taught me how to have joy during hardships, to love life even though it isn't perfect, to just enjoy the moment. Because of you, we have lost a lot of sleep. I cry more often, but I laugh more too. Because of you, we have seen the lives of our families and friends altered. You have taught us all how to have more compassion, more tenderness, and to be brave. Because of you, this world is a brighter place. 
Louder, sure, but definitely brighter. We love you, Katie girl. Here's a story from Katie Seaslack, Mama to Mary Kate. Reality can hit you hard some days out of nowhere like a ton of bricks. One day you can be cruising around town with your seasonal cold brew from Starbucks, and the next you are crying in the frozen food section of your local grocery store, trying not to make eye contact with anyone. Anything and anyone can set off the waterworks. This is how being a special needs parent could feel every day. After Mary-Kate's diagnosis, we set into a new reality of what our lives will forever be. We finally have a reason to explain why she is who she is and why she does what she does. Mary-Kate was diagnosed with a genetic disorder called CTNNB1 shortly after her second birthday. She started having developmental delays around eight months old, and after a snowball of therapies and doctor's appointments, we did genetic testing, which led us to these results. To any parent, any type of delays in your child can be devastating, and in me, it led to high anxiety, denial, and depression. Mary-Kate has problems with motor control and motor planning. She is unable to walk, has very limited vocabulary, and has high spasticity in her legs. There is no cure for CTNNB1, and her future is unknown. Despite all of this, Mary-Kate is the smartest, funniest, most beautiful, chicken nuggets with honey mustard loving three-year-old you will ever meet. Yes, she eats chicken nuggets with honey mustard almost daily. She is the best daughter to Alex and I, and a great big sister to Mackenzie, who is one years old. A few weeks ago, I went to the grocery store alone, which as a special needs mom is a great way to take a break from all the world we live in. As I was walking in, I saw a mom walking in with four kids by herself. My first thought was, good luck, lady. Typically in our house, our weeks run together. We have therapy, school, naps, meals, doctor's appointments, more therapy, exhaustion, and everything blurs together, which makes it hard to think. The grocery store is a good distraction. Seeing this mother walk into the store, I thought to myself that there was no way I could handle my two daughters in the store by myself, much less four kids as she was planning to do. Since Mary-Kate is unable to walk, she must be carried or sit in the cart in stores, which doesn't make it for the most pleasant experience for either of us, as she would rather crawl around and make a mess. A few minutes later, I peeked down one of the aisles and saw the lady with her kids. They were walking quietly next to her in a line, grabbing stuff that she asked and putting it in their cart. I was amazed at their abilities, and it was at the exact moment when I started to cry. The reality of the situation hit me. Mary-Kate may never be able to grocery shop with me like that. She may never walk independently through a store. She might not be able to grab stuff and place it in the cart with that precision. She may never even be independent enough to have the experience of shopping for her own food in the store. This is the type of things we worry about constantly with our kids, and people take for granted simple day-to-day -day tasks, which in our reality, our kids may never be able to complete. Our community has a local Facebook page for families of children with complex needs, where you can post and ask questions about basically anything you need help with. One day, a counseling group posted that they were going to do a group therapy session for special needs parents. It was a six-week course, and we meet every Thursday night at a local church. I signed up with the support of my husband and almost backed out the first week. I was still in the denial stage of Mary-Kate's diagnosis and was trying to tell myself I didn't need help. Boy, was I wrong. 
I met and became friends with five incredible moms who have helped me through some dark times. They are supportive and funny. We laugh and we cry together. And most importantly, they get it. They have opened my mind to so many things, and I feel like I am more in tune with Mary-Kate's needs. I have finally found my tribe. These gals, along with my parents, my brothers, and my sister-in-laws, and my in-laws, are so supportive and love Mary-Kate's with all their hearts. One thing I realized with help from my new mom club was that Mary-Kate is going to do what she wants when she wants. She will hit every inch stone and milestone when it is her time, and I will be there to help and cheer her on every step of the way. We will go to the grocery store, and we will go to places that may be hard for her, but together we will get through and make it work. I want Mary-Kate to explore the world and experience new things and places at her pace, and however we need to do that, we will do. This will be our new normal. This will be us. Here's a story from Brittany Milstein. Mama Toluca. You need to take him to the hospital, our pediatrician said. I've already called Phoenix Children's to let them know you're on your way. It had been nine months into our parenting journey when our son Luca was admitted to the hospital. What seemed like a stomach bug turned into him throwing up constantly for over a week and losing over a pound of his body weight, which for a little guy like Luca was extremely concerning. Over the next seven days in the hospital, Luca was tested for so many different things to see what was going on. It was the scariest moment of our lives, not knowing what was making him so sick. As a parent, you want to be able to fix everything for your child, and there wasn't anything we could do. It was completely unknown. And the unknown is a very strange place. It has this way of isolating you and making you feel so disconnected from the outside world. But even though everything felt so unknown in those moments, we had us, our little family of three, and that's all that mattered. But it's sometimes in those moments when you feel alone that you realize your us might be bigger than you think. Our family and best friends began to surround us that week in the most unbelievable way. We didn't have to worry about our house, work, or meals. They carried our burdens and held us up along the way. All we had to worry about was our son. We eventually learned that Luca had a malrotation of his small intestine, which he had surgery to fix while in the hospital. This was just the beginning of our journey, uncovering some of the things Luca was dealing with, like a tethered spinal cord and a bicuspid aortic valve in his heart, all things our doctors want us to keep an eye on over time. On our last day in the hospital, the attending pediatrician came in to talk with us about early intervention. He knew Luca wasn't sitting independently or crawling yet and recommended we start therapy to help focus on those areas. He also referred us to a geneticist because he felt that his physical delays, combined with the congenital abnormalities that were found in his body, meant that there might be something deeper going on. Leading up to that week, we knew something wasn't quite right with how Luca was developing and we had been having conversations with our pediatrician about how he wasn't meeting the expected milestones for his age. But honestly, we didn't really know what was going on or where to even start. That week in the hospital catapulted us into a journey of discovery to really figure out what was causing Luca's delays. We started first by enrolling him in an early intervention program and were paired with the most wonderful therapy team. They are so patient and kind and are honestly Luca's biggest cheerleaders. 
Luca will be three in a couple months, and I am so sad thinking about him transitioning to a new team. They have become such a huge part of our lives. We also started seeing several different specialists, all who have been amazing. They care so deeply about Luca and his well-being, and they are some of the smartest people I've ever met. We very quickly looked around and saw a team of incredible people surrounding us. Once again, realizing that our us wasn't just the three of us and our family and friends, but also included our amazing therapists and doctors too. Last May, we received Luca's diagnosis, CTNN-B1 syndrome. Even though we knew deep down the likelihood of something like this was pretty high, it was still such a shock. But it felt good to finally have some answers. We started doing our research and learned that CTNN-B1 is extremely rare, and only a few hundred people in the world have been formally diagnosed with it. Finally, having this answer has allowed us to join a new community of amazing parents and kids who we can learn from. I also started a blog called Brave Little Light to connect with other moms going through similar journeys. As our community continues to grow, our us continues to grow too, and now includes so many incredible people who've walked this road before us and who we're paving the way for behind us. Us is no longer just us three, but everyone around us. Our family, our friends, our medical and therapy teams, and the other rare moms and dads going through this journey alongside us. This is us, my favorite us, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Here's a story from Sophia Menez, Mama to Davis. We're the Menez family. There's myself, Sophia, my husband, Brandon, and our five boys. Yes, all boys. Brayden is 11 and a total preteen. Avery's five and in kinder. Grayson is three and curious as ever. Our special boy, Davis, is two. And our surprise, Taylor, is one. We are a house and family full of boys, full of energy and rambunctiousness, if that's even a word. Our days are full of appointments for our son, Davis, whether that's physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech, child development, or even hippotherapy, which we call pony therapy. But then we have school. And most importantly, there's playtime. That could be wrestling in the middle of the hallway finding different ways to fly down the stairs or even throwing the ball in the house, even though we've asked them 10 times not to do it. But it can even mean going outside and getting dirty, bringing dirt in the house to show me and show my husband what they found. But most of all, we are a faithful and loving family who have all rallied around the most fun, loving, and determined little boy we know, and that being Davis. And I get it, we're biased. And our village doesn't just stop in our home. Our village consists of my parents, my husband's parents, as well as our church community. 
And so that's who we are. I would say we are a village of individuals as well as family who absolutely love this boy and are all 1000% dedicated to his success. We are on a journey together to not only help Davis succeed, but help to find a cure for his condition, which he was officially diagnosed in January of 2021 with CTNNB1 syndrome. And what does that mean? It means that he has significant delays in all areas of life, whether that be gross or fine motor, speech or even cognitive. And from the moment we found out that truly deep down something was wrong or off, I don't even know that I would say wrong because I think he's perfect just how he is. But maybe something was different. From the moment we found out that he was different, we have dedicated our lives, each of us, to his progress, to being intentional, and to supporting him, as well as all of the other kiddos, as much as possible. We have all come together to be on this journey together. And as much heartache or as many tears as we have experienced in this journey, we have also experienced just as many smiles and just as many laughs. And we wouldn't change it for anything. I hope you've been enjoying this podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this show with your people and please make sure to rate and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also head over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter to connect with me and stay updated on the show. If you're interested in sharing your story or if you have anything you would like to contribute, please submit it to my website at effieparks.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show and for supporting me along the way. I appreciate y'all so much. I don't know what kind of day you're having, but if you need a little pick-me-up, Ford's got you. 